Hey, what's going on? Welcome to the Masterful Life Podcast. The mission of this podcast is to create freedom in the world by connecting people to their power. We provide an authentic foundation of personal development fundamentals that empowers you to find freedom. Join myself and others as I interview incredible men and women around the world on what is possible when living a life of freedom and power. Hey, what's going on, Masterful Life listeners? Super excited today. We're in the house. We got jo- we got Josh Richard in the house. Super fun. This is episode episode number five. We're just getting started here. I'm super super excited. We got he is an author and a mental empowerment coach. Um, we met uh, about a few weeks ago, two weeks ago actually, at a uh, a YOG event, which stands for Young Older Guys, and <laughs> and it was it was awesome. And we uh, like right at the end we. We were we were talking, and I knew Josh. We talked about this on our, on the on like the Facebook Live that we did. But we knew that uh, I don't know there was just a connection between you and I. Oh really yeah. So oh uh, yeah, you, it was awesome. Yeah, dude, it was it was really cool. We we like hugged it out, and it was it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Could you going uh, out at an older guys event? <laughs> <laughs> Great. Could you could you drop us an introduction? Let us uh, let us know a little bit about about Josh Richer. Yeah, man. Uh, well, thanks for having me, Sal. I really appreciate it. I've uh, been having a lot of fun today. You guys got to check out the uh, Facebook Live event. We had a good time. Um, but uh, my name is Josh Richer. I traditionally came from TV, so I've been an art director, uh, producer. Uh, I did I do Shark Tank, and uh, I did Deadwood back in the day, the new Twin Peaks, and. Um, so I've been traditionally in TV, but I was trying to escape, uh, into, uh, tech and I had a startup that ended up sort of massively exploding into this uh, beautiful disaster of debt and, and shame and all of, uh, all of these, uh, awful things that happened to us uh, due to the startup. And so my crash kind of became my rise. I had to dig deep and figure out uh, my brain and, and how I was sort of in these shame spirals. And, um, and it's been amazing. I wouldn't, I wouldn't give my, my crash was absolutely my worst and lowest point, but I, I mean, for me to have to dig deep and learn about the brain and neuroscience and how to rewire your brain for success and happiness, um, it was amazing. And so now my mission is to share this with the world and to share how you can have sustainable happiness and success and an amazingly positive, wonderful life, not by changing anything in your life, but your thinking patterns. And uh, so I've been on my soapbox ever since. <laughs> it's that's been funny. a great run, man. That, that's, that's awesome. So what, what's, uh, what would you say before we get into some of the, some of the, the, the content here of the masterful life, what would you say you're, you're looking to create in the world in terms of, of your business right now? Where's, where's, what's your business look like in the next, in the like next one to five years? 
Absolutely. Well, you know, I really want to get out and speak, uh, you know, and reach larger audiences. I love being in front of a, a crowd. You know, when I was pitching my startup, we had to do all these pitch events and I really had fun, like inspiring uh, large groups of people. And so I want to get on stage and I want to uh, share the message and share, you know, our stories uh, on how this is possible and how people can achieve uh, these purpose filled lives that are fulfilling and um, authentic and so many amazing and and you know share the love and share the knowledge so that's where i see this going it's been a good run that's that's amazing man yeah the the reason why i i created the masterful life uh in the masterful life podcast and the reason why i call what i call my coaching self mastery coaching is because i i woke up one day and and just realized i had my own kind of i think we spoke about it when i met i had my own pseudo rock bottom and uh and you know what i noticed that i was always really good at the um i was always really good at at like learning something and getting you know mastering that when i was younger i was like oh it would be really cool to master something and and i know in the coaching world titles and roles are always like no stay away from titles and roles so i pseudo kind of <laughs> like a east coast bad boy and i'm like you know what masterful life who doesn't want to master their life? But under that, absolutely, underneath the, the mastering was a life of freedom, power, and love. And because what I found is I found there's so many men out there that uh, that were having a really difficult time. And this is women too, but primarily men is, is who I work with. And I, I found that there's so many men out there that that avoid intimacy. There's this word avoidance uh-huh. and, and, and underneath that word is, is generally around worthiness and underneath worthiness, am I good enough? Could I possibly do this? Um, am I, am I, you know, am I, am I going to sound okay? Am I going to sound like this or that? Or, or am I going to look okay? And men are so stuck in, am I worthy and so stuck in image that they avoid intimacy. And at the bottom of intimacy, I found it was trust. And it wasn't so much trust in others because as you know, you've done the work. It's trust in ourselves. And so I went right. on this journey. It's like, if you trust yourself, like think about that time. And, um, and I know, I, I bet you have plenty of stories about this. Think about the times where you were, you're so lost, like your relationship may have been faltering or even like, not just with your, your, your partner, but with yourself, your relationship, mm-hmm. your business, your finances, your, your work, your whatever it was. And how often do, do we as men look to the next step? What, like, what do we do next? And we, we blame. Exactly. It's like, we want to, it's like, we want to use it as a crutch, but what is it? Because it's because we're, we're, we're not saying I'm enough. And so to wrap this up and to like come full, full circle with this, I found that when I created a vision and a purpose and a why, when I, when I spent the time learning what that was really, really like cultivating it, exercising it, X, Y, Z, I found that the more clear I was on my vision, the more trust I had in myself and the more trust I had in myself, the more power I had and the more power I had, I was free. So I was free. You you talked about it in the Facebook live. You were like, you know, no one wants to have a codependency like you're in your relationships and things like that. When I, I practice this vision, this purpose that we use when men are connected to their power and their vision, it creates freedom. And when you, when you're hanging with guys like, like you and I have done the work and look, we all know it's not something that 
it's not something that happens overnight and it's not something that you get and you're, you're done for the rest of your life. This is something that you get to condition and you get to take programs mm-hmm. like the one that you've created that you'll hear about towards the end of the podcast and you get to work and exercise your, your vision. So I'm super grateful uh, to, to meet up and to, to be able to collaborate with guys like you, man, because I mean, I think of, I think of all the, all the relationships that have been torn from, from men and women that, that lack their vision, lack their purpose. Yeah. And they're just, you know, I think a lot of people are asleep and just reacting to the world. And, you know, those, those reactions aren't from a very genuine place. It's usually from a place of fear or you're defending yourself or you're, you know, it's, it's, it's emotionally driven. It's not coming from your centered whole, most powerful you know, place as a human, it's usually sort of ugly and awkward and, you know, not exactly what you meant, but it just sort of pops out, you know, at inopportune moments. And it's just, you know, living, living a purposeful and full and fully fulfilled life, you just come to the world so solid. And so, um, you know, I just feel like it's, you know, living the life like you're talking has just given me complete freedom in the world because I see, you know, even even at work or in a situation where somebody will come at you with anger, I see, oh man, I didn't realize that I scared you. Or, right. <laughs> I, I, you know, instead of responding in anger back, I can, I can respond in kindness and compassion and I can see things as they are, not as my emotional being is trying to make it out to be like I'm a victim of something or somebody's, you know, directing something toward me. It's, uh, it's incredible. It's changed everything. That's yeah. That's yeah, man. That's, I totally resonate with that. So, which leads, which leads me to, to the first question here in terms of, of, of what a masterful life looks like. Masterful life is, is a life of, of freedom, power, and, and love. And so mm-hmm. what does, I'm very curious, Josh, we're going to talk about these, these three things. What does freedom mean to you and why is it important? Freedom's important. Um, I mean, that's a great question. I love, I love that you asked that. And freedom to me is freedom from anything driving me Mm -hmm. uh, deep down. It's, it's not, you know, kind of like we were just talking, it's not responding from a place of lack or a place of need, or, you know, you're not controlled by anything. Um, old stories or beliefs or, you know, old baggage you might be carrying around. Freedom to me is being fully self-aware and uh, loving myself and caring for others and being compassionate and being authentic and true and vulnerable. And, you know, vulnerability is, is amazingly powerful. And, and I experience so much freedom through letting go of my walls uh, with other people and, mm-hmm. and the relationships that I have. And um, so freedom is depth. It's uh, understanding. It's just, you know, being not having that resistance in life anymore right. and things that cause you to do things that you aren't necessarily proud of or you aren't your, you know, most shining <laughs> achievements or your, your most proud moments. Right. Yeah. Would you, would you say that that freedom was attached to, I know, I know that you've gone through some significant ups and downs in terms of like breakthroughs. Would you say that when you, when you started having purpose and when you started creating this vision for yourself in terms of, of, of 
mentally empowering people and writing the the ship for brains book was was freedom was freedom part of that life is it still part of your life now you know it's funny i didn't expect it's the part i didn't expect most and Mm -hmm. uh it kind of goes with control too you know i living the typical guy's life of you know striving for things and what's next and bigger better and you know trying to build a business and um i was fighting i found myself struggling for control you know mm-hmm. control mm-hmm. trying to control everything and i was i be, had become this voracious doer and there wasn't enough hours in the day and i was exhausted exhausting myself and uh so when I turned inward and then really started coming to the world um, with my truth and being vulnerable, freedom was this wonderful thing that I didn't expect. I think mm-hmm. it was probably the thing that surprised me the most. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then what also sort of through letting go of control and, and, and dropping into a deeper level of sort of surrender Mm-hmm. And surrender isn't giving up or not, you know, going after what you want, but surrender became this beautiful freeing thing too. And then life came to me. It was like opportunities then just flow. Honestly, this, this whole new world that I, that I'm in, you know, and, and living my authentic true self, life has gotten so much easier <laughs> and yeah, you wouldn't think by letting go or by uh, letting go of, of this need to control you, you would think it would be the opposite, but uh, it's been so freeing and so fulfilling. And then I've gotten so much more help from the universe and other people. And, you know, when you're authentic, people want to get behind that. And I think people, people believe in it and they want to help. <clears throat> that's amazing, man. That's, that's, that's beautiful. I could have said, said it better myself. I, you know, it's interesting about, when you ask these questions, these words mean different things to everyone. And, and that's why it's mm-hmm. so beautiful to be able to, to have a platform like this where we can share. Because, you know, sometimes when I talk about freedom, it might not land as well as when others. So I appreciate, I appreciate that, that viewpoint. And which leads me to the next question of, of the Masterful Life uh, um, podcast and the Masterful Life in general, the, the word power. This is a very masculine word. And I, and I chose to use it in the masterful life because I found that myself, I avoided my power. I didn't own my power. I was avoiding how powerful that I was. And I associated power with, with anger and, and, uh, and yeah. restraint. Yeah. And so I found that I resented power and I resented money too a lot. Money was a big thing. Um, I resented who I was. <clears throat> I thought that if I flexed my power, I would cause war. And that's a very masculine trait. And uh, sure. in, in masculine, masculine, we when we confront, it's war. So I decided to rechange that, rewire my brain. And I decided to say, you know what? I'm going to own my power. So it's been incredible too because when, when a man, even a women too, when men and women step into their power, you have those days. Like sometimes we're, you know, sometimes we're wavering. It's okay. But when you're mm-hmm. unwavering in your power, it's, it's like the most incredible thing. So my question is, what is your power? What is Josh Richards power? Everyone's got a power. What would you say your power is? (laughs) Um, 
man you know i've i've been a born problem solver and uh there were there were plenty of uh inventions and things that i thought of as a kid and never went after and my tech startup was the first one i really went after for a long time um but i think if you boil it down it's and i think what i'm able to give the world now in sort of the self-help area is uh just being able to problem solve you know when i started studying the brain um, like you did and trying to rewire the brain was being able to problem solve that and try and figure it out and get curious around how the brain works and what, how can we get it to do the things we want it to do? Um, and how can we create lasting change, uh, and create all the things that we want in our lives. And so I think I, I sort of put my problem solving tools towards that and the brain. And then I think, uh, just being able to then, communicate that clearly communicate what you find i mean you know we're like archaeologists we're <laughs> we're trying to figure this stuff out and dig up uh, and find patterns and find uh things that can help people um, because we wanted that for ourselves too totally man isn't it crazy yeah. would, you, would you one thing that comes up for me is like everyone talks about peeling back the layers of the onion and i find that mm. I, I don't know if you've hit this or like <laughs> if it's just me but I find them when I, I've gotten so deep where I've peeled back so many of the layers of the onions where I'm like, the more I think I know, the more I know I don't know anything. <laughs> the more like, you realize that you don't know shit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like, my that that's kicking my ego right in the pants right there going, nope, you don't know shit. <laughs> Isn't it funny? And that, and that in itself, I had the, like, I had the same thing. thing. Yeah. <laughs> Totally. Yeah. The deeper I went, I was like, whoa, this, I am just scratching the surface of this thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it's, yeah, it's, it's really interesting. I was told by um, one of my entrepreneur friends, she said, there comes a point in your entrepreneurial journey. And this is like life journey. She goes, where you've read the books, you've done the coaching, you've done this stuff, you've done the, the blah, blah, blah. And then you're mm -hmm. like, you're ready to take the action. And I think in the mind, it's very similar where you get to a point when you've worked this in creating this new neurological highway through repetition of thought, or you start to use these words that we use that create some type of madness or complexity to our thoughts in general. And then you go, yeah, it's all at the end. What I found, which leads us to our next, next <laughs> topic is, is love. And, and you know, the more yeah. I try and pick things apart, um, the more I try and figure this all out, the less logic makes sense to me and the more the feeling of love is meaningful to me. Mm -hmm. And so, Absolutely. so, so in terms of, of and, love, what would you say, Josh, what is, what is love? What does love mean to you? Man, love, you know, to truly be able to love someone else. I, I know we were talking about it in the live event as well, but uh, you got, you got to start at home. Mm -hmm. I mean, you gotta, you gotta, you have to love yourself and not just, okay, I love myself and feel, you have to truly believe it and live it and feel it. And, um, when you come, when you, when you go out into the world, loving yourself, you're teaching others how to treat you. You know, if we don't like me, I don't know how you were Sal, but, uh, you know, during my lower times, I had a lot of shame and, a lot of feelings of failure and I was really hard on myself. And, you know, if I could put one word on my downfall, it was the word should, um, you know, and I, sh I just 
so much pressure on myself for things in the past that I thought I should have seen coming or I should have done and then things in the future that I should do or be doing. And it was such an evil word for myself that I tried to eradicate that word. I changed it to could, which is a loving word, a kind word. There's option in the word could. So mm -hmm. I, I worked a month of reframing just on the word should because it was such a, uh, an awful word for me to use against myself. Um, but self-love just breaks all of that free. And, um, and then you're truly able to come into relationships and love other people like, you know, your girlfriend or partner mm -hmm. by not, not coming to it with, uh, with a need or a lack or a, a needing them to fill some hole or some void. You're complete, you know, mm -hmm. in your own self. And then you can just, enjoy loving together mm -hmm. uh it's it's awesome so powerful dude i totally agree man i you just made me think <clears throat> some of the words that 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 i've taken away myself should is a big one and um, nice you know, nice my, yeah the 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 other ones are um i have to or i need to Mm -hmm. like I, ha I have to, and I need to gives power to the, to the, to the action. When you say I get to, or I am, and you remove mm -hmm. need and, and, and have, you can even use want. you can, you can play with want as a, as a, as a beginning re reframe, but I, I, totally. I, I remove need and have you ever, you That's ever awesome. say, Oh, I have to go to get the groceries or I have to go do this or I need the money to do this. <laughs> like you can yeah, man. To the power away. It's crazy. Well, and according to people who have less than us, I mean, we get to do those things. We get mm -hmm. to go to the grocery store and see a whole wall of food that we can choose from, you know? I mean, yeah, by these simple reframes, you just become so grateful uh, in life for what you do have. And, you you know, I'm uh, after my crash, I was living in a, the smallest place I've ever lived, uh, you know, having a roommate at 40, which I never thought would would happen and I had lost my you know I broke up with my ex and I had lost this two-bedroom house in Burbank with a pool and a giant backyard and we used to project movies on the wall in the backyard where we could watch movies in the pool with surround sound I mean it was amazing but I wasn't happy and uh, I was caught in all those negative thoughts and you know being you know 40 in a one-bedroom apartment with a roommate I was much happier because I reframed yeah. all of that and I started loving myself and uh, you know, it's all a matter of perspective. Uh, it really, <clears throat> really is. So mm -hmm. I know, you know, the, you know it cause you went through the work too. Yeah. It's yeah, man. I, I, I yeah, I, I could like you and I could talk about this stuff till we're blue in the face. It's, so, it's <laughs> right. such a beautiful thing. That's, and that's why we do what we do. So in terms Absolutely. of, in terms of this, cause there's so many different things that we can do. I, I like to, on the, on the Master of Life podcast, I like to provide, and this is a very masculine thing too right here, I like to provide a tangible tip that people can start doing right now today to start practicing this, what I'm calling the masterful life, or in you know a life of purpose, freedom, love, power. And so what I ask uh, a lot for, uh, for um, in terms when I when I do some, some of my podcasting and, and whatnot, I, I leave them with a tip. And I know on the Facebook live event, you had talked about your tip of, of the 30 day challenge. And I was wondering, could you go a little deeper, let the audience know what they could do in that uh, in terms of that and what that looks like? 
Yeah. And that was honestly the foundation to my transformation was self-love. And you have, you have to start there. I mean, if you don't start there, you're building on a weak foundation, you know, it's like, if you don't love yourself. So yeah, I had read this book called Love Yourself Like Your Life Depends On It by Kamal Ravikant. I think he was some guy up in Silicon Valley. And it had this tech crash, you know, his company had totally imploded and much like my story. And, uh, and so I associated with this guy and I'd read the book actually a year before I tried it. Um, and I sort of gave it a half-ass attempt uh, the first go around. But after my huge crash, you know, I was at the bottom. And I, and I thought, you know what? I've never truly gone at self-love 100%. So I'm going to give this a shot. And what, what uh, uh, the 30-day self-love challenge is, is that you repeat to yourself all day, every day in your head uh, while you're showering or while you're driving or you're in the doctor's waiting room. You just think uh, in your own mind, I love myself. I love myself. I love myself. I love mm -hmm. myself over and over and over for like 30 days. And man, day and I sort of went into it. I, I didn't expect much, honestly. Um, I thought, all right, I'm going to give it a shot. And I'm going to turn the camera on myself uh, for the first time and vlog about it so that I can hold myself accountable and I have to keep doing this. And I'm glad I stuck it out. But it, it started to break things free pretty quick. Like day five, I had, gone I had gone to a meditation. And then I came, I was driving home and in the meditation i had sort of started to realize something and i started to explore it in my mind on the way home that i was always doing 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 and i didn't know why and i was like why do i feel this incessant need to do so much for other people and then it hit me and because of the self-love that i was doing it broke this free i realized that i didn't have value unless i was helping other people or that was my belief mm -hmm. at the time mm -hmm. And then I was like, whoa, okay, what's beneath that? And I said, oh, shit, I'm not enough. And man, I had to pull over. I was dizzy. My head was spinning. And so from day five, or I think it was like day five or 10, um, from that day on, I changed the mantra to I love myself and I am enough just the way I am. Nice. And I continued that for the rest of the month. And man, it just my whole world changed. Um, it was like, I just, you, you know, relationships at work were better and stronger and I was uh, more powerful and I was in my, you know, full self mm -hmm. and I was, you know, advocating for myself and I was more in my power. And then my relationships got stronger, both with family and friends. And then, you know, I started dating a woman uh, after that, that we had this loving, beautiful relationship where we didn't need anything from each other. I mean, self-love was just, and I know it's a funny subject and not a lot, it's not often talked around about around the uh, card table while smoking cigars <laughs> or, <laughs> or uh, at the uh, shooting range, but uh, <laughs> we, I, I don't know, man. We got to start talking about this. It's so important. <laughs> I know you know you know the power for sure. I agree, man. There's there's so much power in 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 vulnerability for for both men and women. And I work a lot with men. But vulnerability, guys. The 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 message here, and in, in for our listeners, vulnerability is. There's so many definitions that people use, and here's mine. It's it's having the courage to do something that you're scared of. 
And in that, mm. in that courage, it's having the courage that you're doing something that you're scared of. That could be something that's painful too. And so the reason why people say, and <clears throat> the reason why people say this power and vulnerability, I don't want you to roll your eyes when you, when you're hearing this word vulnerability. I know it's very, it's a very used word right now, but imagine having the courage, trusting yourself, having the power, the, 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 the tenacity of, of being able to do something that is really scary. And that's why for men, a lot of what scares us is our intimacy, our emotional intelligence, our intimacy, our, uh, our, the way we say like around the card table, hey man, the way you just looked at me made me feel scared. Like, can you imagine a man yeah. saying that? No, I mean, but we, it's so important. So important, so important. So that's, um, that's, if, I, if I could share real quick to parlay into that, you know, um, before I got into all of the, this coaching and helping others, um, you know, I had had my crash. I, I had gone to treatment actually for, you know, I was using alcohol um, uh -huh. to numb my emotions and to get through life and to de-stress. And um, so I got this email in my inbox one day and it was from some woman. I don't know how I subscribed to her thing. I don't even remember being a part of her, her email list, but the title in the email was what you're most afraid to show the world is your greatest gift. Yes. And I sat, I sat on that and I was like, Whoa, oh. And so I thought about it. What am I most afraid to share? And it was my crash and it was the shame and it was the feelings of, of massive public failure and, uh, and all of these, you know, all, all of that horrible, crash of what that meant to me i was like that's what i need to share and i know mm -hmm. that other people are going through the same thing and so yeah when you talk about vulnerability that email was like it for me that totally, was like man. okay you gotta you gotta share mm -hmm. yeah and that's and i can't agree more man i cannot agree more so that is uh that's amazing that the thank you for your share on on all this and your, your knowledge on freedom power love as a, as a masculine, as a healthy masculine, um, the development, development, personal development tip in terms of telling yourself, you know, you love yourself daily. So what we're going to switch gears and go into, um, what, how can people, all right. So, so what is it, what are you creating right now? What's a product and a service that you are, uh, I know you have something that you've, you've created, right? So it's, it's an eight week, it's a, it's an eight week program. Yep. So yeah, can you tell just, us a little bit about that in, in terms of um, what it is? <clears throat> Absolutely, Sal. Um, it's, it was basically the utopian <laughs> course that I've been looking for the last 10 years, uh, you know, diving into self-help self and success practices and trying to control my life and what that meant. And then my discovery of reframing at the brain and the neuroscience behind change and take you know loving myself and taking this positive turn in my life and so i tried to create a course that was simple easy quick um because i know all of us guys are busy we got tons of things going on we got side projects we got girlfriends we got you know things that require a lot of our time so i didn't want it to be a time suck either so i created a, an eight-week course uh all about and it follows the steps that i took um, for my big transformation after my crash. And uh, so I start with self-love. 
Uh, week two is the only written exercise. It's a gratitude list every morning, um, mm -hmm. but it's quick. It only takes 10 minutes. And I highly suggest doing that in general for life. It, it changes everything. Um, it's equally as powerful as self-love. But uh, all the other exercises, aside from week two and gratitude, are all mental exercises. So you can do them in your head. So the uh, lessons are a half hour or less per, and they probably actually average around 15 minutes. So it's short, digestible. You get one thing to do every week, so it's easy. And they're mostly mental uh, exercises. So I just tried to build something that was really distilled down to like the most important parts um, for taking control of your brain and having a happy, successful, sustainable <laughs> life. That's amazing, man. And then real quickly for the, for the audience, is this something that they can go and in, in, in purchase or uh, grab today? <clears throat> Absolutely. And for all of I wanted to announce, man, thank you for having me on. So for all of your listeners uh, and all of your people that are following your amazing, wonderful work, I wanted to give a gift today. So I'm doing half off for the course. It's on my site. You can go to yourmentalbest.com and then uh, the, the tab at the top is course. Uh, so you can literally sign up and start taking it immediately. It's an online course. So you can start today. But I, it's the course is usually $500 and I'm offering it up to Sal and all of you amazing guys that want to create change in your life too uh, for $197. So wow. over half off. Thanks, dude. That's, a, that's amazing. That's amazing. We'll, well, we'll, <clears throat> we'll put that in the, in the uh, link description uh, below to get to that. That's, dude, thank you so much. I appreciate that. I'm super excited to... Uh, to, to see this is going on. I can only imagine how powerful it is just knowing you and, and, uh, and, and, and meeting you. That's really, really great, man. Well, and thank you, Sal, for inviting me into your community and the amazing work that you guys are doing, you and Ozzy as well with your video have together and mm -hmm. um, all, all the incredible stuff that you're, you're giving guys. We need it. We need, we need other you know, people out there showing us how to live these fulfilled, authentic, genuine, you know, heartfelt lives. And, uh, and it's not anything to be afraid of or ashamed of, you know, that it's actually way more powerful, um, you know, living in our truth. And we are able to get so much more out of the world and our experiences and our relationships uh, through being whole and vulnerable and uh, authentic. I totally agree, man. I totally agree. All right. So we're coming to the end here of the, of the, of the, um, of the podcast. And I have one more question. It's, it's like a, it kind of gets everyone deep, gets it, gets it deep. So here I call this the masterful <laughs> life question. <clears throat> and, and so this is what I, it's a little bit of a mindset shift here. So I want you to imagine that you got a message, uh, you had a message in, in your phone or in the mail that, you had 24 hours left for your life mm. and it was just you like what the hell i mean it's a, it's a scary message and you thought about your life and you thought about things and and yeah you're like okay what's my bucket list and all this stuff and you probably go rent a ferrari and do whatever you're gonna do but <laughs> even after that though before that on deeper there's a message there's one message that you could leave to the world one message that that is so profound and so important for you that you'd want every man, woman, and child to know about even long after you were gone. And so if you, if you got that, 
that, that message, what would that, what would that advice be? What would you tell, what would you leave the world? Man, that's such an epic question. I love that. Um, because it is, it's funny. That was the first thing that came to my mind is I'd want to share, um, share what I've learned so that other, somebody else doesn't have to go through what I did, but I, man, it's, it's that it's all in our head, all of it. Um, my misery and my shame and the expectations that I had were all there. It was all self-created. We, it's like a lens we see the, you know, our mental patterns become this lens and the world looks like that, but it's not because that's reality. I mean, our, our, our eyes are perceiving or taking in reflected light and we're giving it meaning to the things that we see. So it's us. We are the creators of our world that's around us. I mean, our brain is just interpreting things and filtering it through our old stories and our old beliefs. None of the stuff around us has any meaning until we give it meaning. So therefore, I mean, we are the ultimate creators. Your life can be miserable or your life can be amazing and fantastic. And I didn't know I had the control to do that. And when I discovered and got it to work, holy crap. I mean, it's, it's not just something. It's not just a neat trick to be a little bit happier. This is everything. <laughs> the work that you're doing, Sal, is everything. This is not just a happy, hippy-dippy way of life. Um, you truly have so much. We all have so much control over our worlds, and it's all in our heads. So if I could, yeah, and still one thing is like, you know, just for everyone to watch their thoughts and watch their feelings and, and be okay with spikes in emotion. You know, emotion is something we don't have to run from and we don't have to do anything with it. We can just consciously observe and be okay. I think every, you know, guys, we always feel like we have to do stuff. And uh, so when something comes up, you have to react to it and choose, you know, something to do with that. And it's okay to have emotions and not do anything with it and just observe it. And it's okay to have feelings and it's okay to observe your thoughts without taking action. The brain is just a computer. It runs. So, you know, it's up to us to consciously choose. And then when you do the world around you changes, it's the lens that you see everything through your walls and your stories. Um, your old stories will break apart and those walls will fall down. So life truly is our own creation nice I, man. i love it that is great life truly is our own creation that's beautiful well <clears throat> josh i want to acknowledge you for for your love man uh, you speaking to you on this podcast with i always i, I really so I've, i i'm very empathic i feel people i feel people and that's mm. part of why i do what i nice. do and, and and i want to acknowledge your your kindness the level of kindness that you have for yourself is, is unwavering and it, and it's, I'm sure the listeners and I myself can feel it. The level of love you have for yourself is unwavering. And I want to acknowledge you for, for your vulnerability and your truth and for going through this journey of, of ups and downs and hanging on tight. And then at the end, still giving really incredible. Thanks, Sal. Seriously. And it, I mean, the same goes back to you. It's just, I knew when we met, it was like, yeah, you're just, you're, we're the same people and we're, we're after the same goal and we're trying to, to 
give and love other guys and give and you know these great gifts that we've learned for ourselves and i mean you're such an amazing person sal and i love your mission and what you're doing and i just you know if there's anything i can do to help or give to your community please let me know um i'm more than happy thank you man i appreciate it <clears throat> i appreciate it so josh we're almost finishing up here what what is uh what's the best way to get in touch with you because I'm sure all these listeners are like, oh, I gotta, I gotta reach out to Josh. So it's, what, what, how can we get? <laughs> um, well, I'm, I'm really active on Instagram. So it's at Josh Richer, J O S H R I T C H E R. Good German spelling on my last name. Okay. Uh, and the website is yourmentalbest.com. Okay. Um, and yeah, there's, there's links to everything else uh, on the website. So cool. probably the easiest is your mental best.com. All right. So yeah, check, I've seen you on, on, um, on Instagram. It's great. Yeah. So listeners of the master for life podcast, head over to your mental um, and take advantage of that amazing, uh, amazing offer more than half off on his, on his eight week program. Can, I can only imagine how, how transformational that is. Check him out on Instagram at, at Josh Richer. J-O-S-H-R-I-T-C-H-E-R. And, um, and Josh, I want to thank you again, man, for, for everything. Can't wait to see what, is, uh, what we get to create in the world. And um, yeah, man, you have, you have yourself so, a day. So fun, Sal. Thanks for bringing me into your world and your community too, man. Awesome, amazing work. I'm just so grateful to know you. So I'm uh, stoked for more in the future. Let's do this again. Heck yeah, man. All right. See you later. Awesome, brother. Take care. Thanks, Al. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Masterful Life podcast. Make sure to rate, review, and share the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Facebook. And for those of you who are ready to start living the Masterful Life today, join my community at www.facebook.com backslash groups backslash Masterful Life. See you next time.